Now, Ultimate Vinny's had it easy. He's going to be hard to catch. He kicked two metres on Ideal Escape. Three metres, Terry out three deep. Triple Eight's going to be four deep. Arug has weed through quite nicely. He's about to use the sprint lane. And Major Meister has also weed through quite nicely as well. 27.8 third quarter. Ultimate Vinny straightened up. Arug to the inside. Major Meister also on the sprint lane. Triple Eight down the centre. Still Ultimate Vinny. Triple Eight's coming after him. Ultimate Vinny. Triple Eight getting closer and closer. Ultimate Vinny is in front though and pitched it. Ultimate Vinny. Vinny a half head triple eight, four metres. Ultimate Vinny for Sam Barker and Taylor French winning the hip pocket workwear Castle Main Pace. And oh, I saw this race pretty well. If I hadn't known he was going to get out eight dollars, Ultimate Vinny, I would have tipped him on Friday. I stuck with triple eight. Just thought there might have been a little bit more pressure. Uh, at the in the early part of the race, the lead rate was pretty steady though, twenty eight point three, which uh, comes from the forty four lead time, and the thirty one one twenty nine nine through the middle certainly helped Ultimate Vinny and didn't help Triple uh, Eight. It ran another great race, twenty seven eight twenty seven nine, and I don't, I think it's unfair to say that he just doesn't quite seem to be know how to win anymore. Triple Eight, I think that might be a little bit too far because Jeezy tried hard to win that race. He just uh, ultimate Vinny a bit younger and had too much of a head start on him, Steve. Yeah, look, Ultimate Vinny's a very good leader and uh, mm. it's mighty hard to run them down when they get away with an easy sectional like they did out in front. Triple Eight, I was on SEN uh, and I actually said you could back two. Well, there's two horses that I wanted to back here and that was Terry and Ultimate Vinny and I said you could back them both and if either of them win, we'll make a profit. And then to throw into that, let's lay triple eight because uh, I don't know, I just couldn't see him winning. I thought he's going to have to be out facing open air sort of too far from home. I, I know it sounds silly with a horse of his quality, but he's the sort of horse that likes hard speed racing, get out at the top of the straight or see daylight late and then he flashes home and as, as good as he got home I was sort of happy that he got beat because uh, everything we sort of asked for came off but Terry unfortunately ran fourth again we got beaten 30 centimeters for uh, third so <laughs> we were very close to the mark with the little black book runners so extremely happy with how that played out but uh, look I can't believe you you got off ultimate Benny you were oh, so bullish about him on uh, Friday and Thursday uh, you mentioned his name multiple times and I thought well Toby will be the happiest person around on Ultimate Vinny winning. And uh, well, now you get on here and say you're stuck with Triple Eight. I don't know what's going on, Tobes. I tipped it tri Triple Eight. That's why. And uh, yeah, I've got it written down here. Nine, three, four, and two I tipped. So I had Arg in for fourth. I, th I thought he might have got to the pegs, Arg. Geez, he went terrific. And it was a great drive by D-Miles. Yeah, well, you just had to keep taking shortcuts. There was uh, mm. no way he was going to go go out wide and uh, make any ground. He cut the shortcuts, and Arg loves that. So, uh, yeah, he drove him a treat. Yeah, a couple of my favourites, Ultimate Vinny and Zarem. But uh, how's the mayor, Bella Ennebrack? Her first foal had 66 starts, or has had 66 starts, 11 wins, 20 placings, and Ultimate Vinny's now 63 for 11 and 19. So... If he runs a placing in his next three without winning one ultimate Vinny, they'll have the exact same records, but two worlds apart, the two horses. One's, how would I describe, a South Australian horse who has earned $49,000 and ultimate Vinny, of course, is a free-for-all level horse over here in Victoria doing a good job, Bella Ennebrack. Ennebrack is Carbone backwards, uh, of course, uh, bred by Mick Carbone and uh, ably assisted by Stacey, no doubt. Race five at Melton. 
was the Elder Baron Park Trotters handicap, and I tipped this horse to run second as well, Zarem. He's one of my favourites. Imperial Wiz was dropping back. Chinese Whisper got onto his wheel and broke. Easy pickings, Elder Baron Keeper and Dakari behind those. That third quarter in 29. It's Kiang Zina, four metres Zarem. Hammers Law is four deep. Three deep under pressure is anywhere. Hugo Azarum came off, getting through easy pickings with Elder Baron Keeper and Kai Valley Hotspur down the outer. Zarem hit the front now from Kiang Zina, then Hammers Law, but it's Zarem who laps up every metre of the staying distance in front, and Zaram has done it again. Zaram won it by two metres. Second Hammers Law, three metres. What a great horse he's been, Zaram. He goes up to $179,000, and, yeah, Luke, he loves the distance. His last five wins have been all stand starts, 25-30, 26-90, 26-60, and, of course, the 27-60 at Melton on Saturday night. And we had... We actually had Jeff Webster on this show, Jason and myself, many years ago now, and he had two horses, Majestic Cruiser and a trotter. Who was the trotter that loved the distance? I can't think of its name. And he talked about every week there's not a country cup, which on the Friday night, wherever the meeting is, we should have a 2760 stand start handicap race for the Pacers and the Trotters, <laughs> which is, yes, yes, people, <laughs> stand start over the distance just to allow these sort of horses like Azaram to have that race once a week if they want it. And, uh, yeah, he loves these conditions and he was too good. The the, rate, the start of the race, a lot happens. You can watch that a number of times. Hammer's Law was good in the second. Majestical Bell was really good in the third, easy pickings. Uh, fourth, Kiang Zina, who led, was probably a touch disappointing in the fifth. And uh, Kai Valley Hotspur was okay in the sixth. Uh, then a uh, few of the other runners back in the field. Anyway, Hugo was a bit disappointing, I would have thought. Running eight, uh, I might have sacked him out of my book. And uh, next week he'll what? come out and win. Gee, I couldn't imagine you oh, doing that, Toby. Oh, did you? You would have heard all that I did. stuff on Friday. <laughs> I did hear it all on Friday, mate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, look, this was one of those races, and um, I know Dan alluded to it on Friday, and I totally agreed with it. There was twelve horses going around, and honestly. He, he mentioned every horse. He said, because if he doesn't mention one or two of them, they'll get up and win. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that's pretty much what it was like. Any of these horses could have won. Um, Zaram, he's just such a great old horse. He steps away so well. Leaders back. Um, I'd love to know how many times he's, he's won, actually, from that position. He just seems to love it. Leaders back, three back the fence, and just pulls out and, and sprints home like he does. And racing like a, a rejuvenated young fella. He, he just, you know, as I said, he goes to sleep over those distance trips and you wake him up at the top of the straight and he, he just pulls out and goes bang. And that's exactly what he'd done here for Alan Tormey, Hammers Law. he done what Hammer Law, Hammers Law has been doing for a long time. And, you know, he just ultra consistent, gives it all he's got. He's tough. He just, he just keeps punching around week in, week out and gives you everything. Majestical belt. That's another one that nearly snuck into the black book. Mm. Um, really got a big watch on that. I, I was so tempted to put her in, but just sort of not sure what's coming up, how it's going to suit. So uh, it's another watch one there, Majestical Bell for me. Easy pickings was good getting up the fence. Um, Kiang Zina, yeah, I don't think it was that bad a run leading. I, I think it was just one of those races where, you know, you could run this 12 times and have, you know, 10 different yeah. winners. So yeah. um, I wouldn't be worried about that. Kai Valley Hotspur, probably the one that I expected to win. Um 
Yeah, he's inconvenienced early, but maybe not as good a run as I was expecting from him. And I know you said about anywhere Hugo, but you know he's he's had to do a bit of work, and uh, he's been beaten 19.8 meters. Don't don't sack him yet, mate. He'll uh, he'll come out and uh, he'll he'll win one soon for you. Been a good horse always. Remy ran third in the Tatwa as a two-year-old. Always ready. George's pride. Majestuoso ran fourth in that race, and he was trained by Michael Hughes back then, and driven by Greg Sugars. So uh, yeah. there's some synergy there.